Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerability Time. I am your host, Trenton Epizon Rucker. And disclaimer before I get started, um, I'm sure y'all have noticed that, you know, these episodes aren't necessarily quote unquote professional. This is vulnerability time. I feel like, you know, um, there's a time and a place for professionalism. Um, this is not it. This is us being human. We are going to come as we are um, vulnerable, vulnerable. Um, I've realized that people don't relate to perfection. They relate to real. So we are going to be real and vulnerable on this show. Okay. Um, so with that being said, I'm so excited for the show. Um, we have a special guest. Her name is McCartney. McCartney, tell us a little bit about your credentials. Hi, everyone. My name is McCartney Graves. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's in criminal justice. Um, in 2020, which seems like a lifetime ago. Um, and I started the master's program for criminal justice right out of uh, my graduation. And I finished up with that in December of 2021. Um, and then I moved to Boston and I'm actually getting started on preparing for taking my tests to become a licensed counselor. Um, yes, so I am very much to the journey so that's what i'm up to a licensed counselor i didn't even know that y'all that is that is that is inspiring that is so cool i mean with this episode y'all are gonna hear why um excuse me y'all let me get some water real quick <laughs> mm. gotta love that aqua so yeah y'all are definitely gonna hear like and see why you know she would be great fit for the counseling um yes so before i mention today's topics uh mccartney what do you a little like interested in the criminal justice field so i actually kind of grew up around it um my dad was in that field his whole life um he actually just recently retired he did in um CPS agent work. He retired from federal probation a couple of years ago. And that's what got me interested in it. I actually felt like a follower. So I tried to change my major for a little bit because I was like, I don't want to follow my parents just because that was like the easy way to go. But no, it's, um, I ended up changing it right back. It's just always been a huge mine. Um, and I love it. I wouldn't have changed a thing. So yeah. I mean, we met each other, so that was just phenomenal. Right? <laughs> so y'all, today's topics are gonna be uh, rock bottom is not the end. Excuse me, rock bottom is not the end. Uh, relationships. And pressures on online, pressures of online dating. Mm. Man. So Cardi, rock bottom is not the end. That is a very true, um, broad and sometimes you know scary statement you know because it's like who likes to be in the rock bottom you know um so right can you tell us a little bit about you know what that statement rock bottom is not the end means to you what made you you know come up with that um i honestly 
honestly felt it was such an important topic because I think uh, in today's world, especially, and the pressures that are put on people in general uh, to be perfect and to show like this form of perfectionism and looks wise and personality wise and where you fit in stereotypically and through all that people find themselves not fitting um and the reaction that that has on other people whether it's bullying and all of this other stuff um i mean you find yourself eventually you know at rock bottom after things like that and in my opinion in my experience it's how you come back from those things um, and i think teaching people that rock bottom isn't it's not the end, you know, like right. what it's what comes after it. It how you fight to get mm -hmm. out of them determines everything, you know, like right. and I just it's so important that people get to rock bottom and they don't quit, you know, like mm -hmm. and it's overlooked in schools and like work environments, mental health and like people reach like their end and it's just kind of you know, people brush it off or like, you'll be fine. And it needs to be a, how can I support you? Right, you know, right. how can I assist you and be there for you at this time? Is there, what can I do? And instead of, you know, brushing it off because people do hit rock bottom. It is a real thing. It is not mm -hmm. taboo. And I think it's important that we talk about that, you know, and say, don't worry. It's not just you. How can I support you? You know, instead of making it seem like it's this weird thing that doesn't happen to people. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, like these moments in life happen. Um, if you, um, would you mind giving us like an experience um, where you had hit rock bottom and tell us a little about that. Okay. If you would like to. You can always. Uh, okay. Uh, I was in high school. <laughs> um, I feel like that for a lot of people, that is where it starts. Um, I was in high school. Um, I just was not having a good time. Uh, everything that was, everything that could go wrong was going wrong. I was very much bullied. Um, I didn't really have real friends. Um, very difficult for me. And like looking back on it now, I realized it wasn't real friendship. At the time I thought it was, but it makes sense as to why I felt so alone. Mm -hmm. um, lots of bullying going on, lots of just, you know, like, it just, just not good things. I won't right. delve into it too, like, delve into the details too much, but it was major bullying. Um, just, I was in a deep depression and I always use that as the example because as I got to rock bottom and to this point where I was like, yeah, I don't really want to be here anymore. Um, mm -hmm. As I got to that point. What does that mean? You don't really want to be here. Um, so I was ready to just not live. Um, <laughs> completely vulnerable because this is vulnerability time. Um, I didn't really see the good in life, which is so upsetting. And like looking back on it now, you know, like, you see how grateful I think you are. Like, I, I look back and I'm so grateful that, you know, things worked out a different way and that I found this way to 
instead of sitting in it and letting that grief overcome me, I fought. Um, I fought back. I. It was hard though, but I think that's another thing. It's not ever going to be easy. Um, and I always look back on that time in high school because I used that as my motivation for everything that I did. I was like, I want to prove all of these people wrong. I want to prove this little small town wrong. I want to be amazing. I want to do every single thing that I can right. to show these people that have been so hateful to me how great I can be. And I used that literally, I still do sometimes. That was years ago, you yeah. know? And, but it feel like seeing where I've ended up and like what I've ended up doing and how I help people in so many ways, like nothing beats that. It's the most unbeatable feeling ever. And it's no longer like a fuck you to them. Right. It's a pat on the back to me. Right. I did that, you know? Um, Would you say that um, you're glad, you know, things, you're glad you didn't end it because things got better? Looking back, would you say, you know, things got better, you know, I was in a horrible place, um, but it gets better. Would you say that that's, uh, that's a theme? Not saying it everything gets perfect, but it gets a lot better that you're, are there, would you say that you're also, you know, grateful that, um, you know, you didn't um, end it? Yeah, I mean, and that, it also takes like a lot of realization and that's why, I mean, the process is anything but easy to like come back from that point. And hmm. I mean, I think expecting perfection is a dangerous thing. Um, I think you need to go into a fight back from rock bottom knowing it's gonna not be, like it's gonna be ugly, you know? It's not gonna be easy, but I mean, you always hear like, it's, uh, what's that saying? Like, it's not, it's about the journey, not the destination or something. To me, I'm like, it's the destination because right. See where you want to be and you're going to do what you can to get there. I don't know, you know, never give up, never give in. Like, so yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. Um, there were some days when it was like almost a relapse. You have that mental relapse and you need to kind of just sit, recollect your thoughts, journal it out, dance it out, work it out, you know, like, and there's gonna be days like that. There still are days like that. And, um, but like looking where I'm at, I want everybody that has ever been in that place to feel the same way that I do. Right. You know, I want other people to feel, to like to go outside and just feel happy and content and just bask in that. Because when you were at a place where you were ready to end it, sometimes feeling life around you is just, there's not much better, you know? Right, exactly. And you know, it could look like that, you know, cause at the rock bottom, you know, <clears throat> it it's a lot of dark, you know? Um, so y'all listening, you know, it, it seems from what I'm hearing is, you know, 
I think we all can, those of us who are in rock bottom or have been rock bottom, I think we can all attest that, you know, perfection is, oh, that we wish, <laughs> we wish, however, you know, um, McCartney's story is telling us, you know, um, it does get better. Um, just hold on a little longer and you're not alone and you're not a bad person and it's completely understandable if you feel like giving up. Um, I want y'all to know that feeling like giving up is literally normal. Yeah. Okay, it's normal. You know, giving up is an action. However, it's not necessarily what you think. You know, giving up is not... When it comes to individual lives, it's not a definition, it's a perception. Um, a lot of things aren't definition, they're just perception because it's 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 a fallacy of dramatic instance to be able to say, oh, one size fits all over everybody's life. Everyone's individual. So y'all, if you did not want to wake up the next morning and you still woke up, you still got out of bed, even though it was a it's it's a horrible cloudy day that is not giving up that is yeah. hope exactly you are winning not you know sometimes a lot of times winning mm -hmm. doesn't feel like winning winning is that action you know and so it's just like you got up that morning even if you got up and you just stayed in bed that is huge yes. you got up that is not giving up you know so don't let anyone you know <clears throat> define what giving up is to you based off their perception they're not in your storm they are not in your storm um so folks listening i'm so proud of you i'm literally so proud of you yes mccartney's cheering that yes she's fun. so proud of you yeah and because y'all like i'm just gonna be you know i definitely and every now and then you know still have been in that predicament where it's like do I want to continue? No, I don't want to continue. I don't want to fucking continue. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Um, you know, and it does get better, but it, it, I wish that someone would have just sat me down and just, you know, told me, you know what? Let's look at these small victories that are actually huge. Um, you ate one meal today. I'm so proud of you. Like, you got up out of bed today. I'm so proud of you. You opened your eyes today when you didn't want to open your eyes today. I am proud of you. That is huge. So I want y'all to know that you are so much stronger than you think. And in fact, you know, when you work out and you know, the muscles start to feel the pain, it's getting stronger because that's resistance. It's something's resisting. Um, now I'm not a whole fan of, oh my gosh, well, it makes you stronger and think, yeah, it, great. It does that. I just want y'all to know that, you know, at least within this society, it seems as though when you struggle that that's such a weakness. No, you're actually even stronger. Yeah. And I want to go off of that and just yes. say like, everybody's experience is different. Just like he said, like, it's not going to look the same for everybody, like everybody. And one thing Trin did say is like, it's not a one size fits all. Like it is literally different for everyone. So if you in any way did something today 
that you that kept you going, I'm proud of you. And everybody's exactly. proud of you. And you need to hear it more. So Exactly. Yes. You listening to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, look, and you didn't want to wake up today, or you just you felt like you gave up or you felt like giving up. Look, you are still here. You win. You're winning. You have literally overcome 1000% of the bad days that have came against you. Why? Because you're still breathing. You're still blinking. You're still waking up. You know what I mean? So don't ever feel like you're a failure that you lost because you're in a rock bottom and it seems like there's no way to go. You know, that reality, yes, it sucks at rock bottom. And I can't even, you know, necessarily put myself in your exact situation. I can only speak from, you know, um, my arena of rock bottom. But the point is just telling y'all, you're doing way much better than you think. It just doesn't feel like, and it's sometimes, you know, feelings and thoughts, you know, they can be our friend and they can be our enemy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let this encourage y'all, you know, and even if it doesn't, you know, um, come back and listen to this podcast or, you know, just whether it encourages you or not, this is the truth. And the reality is that you are still winning. You are still winning. Um, uh, you know, something that definitely can put folks at rock bottom. Um, I know for me is like, uh, you know, relationships. Um, and I know that that's one of our topics. Um, so McCarty, would you to expand on that? Cause that is a very, broad word and i know that can go to a multitude of places yes relationships Ooh, don't um, get us started <laughs> oh goodness so <laughs> i'm sorry they just make me laugh because all of mine have kind of been a joke but um i will say relationships whether it's I'm gonna, I'm going to keep it romantic relationships. Um, I am in a spot in my life where I am just blessed with wonderful friendships. Um, and I'm so very thankful for that. However, I've been a little less blessed in romantic relationships. Amen, sister, amen. <laughs> so Trent actually was, it, like we went, uh, to college together, we were in all the same classes, so he um, always got the tea for me on my <laughs> relationship life. Um, and I, you know, there came that point where I met that guy, or who I thought was that guy, and you know, things were great. I was there, I had found it, I was like, look at God, <laughs> like, I was... I was set. I was like, yeah, this is it. Um, I'm good. And I put all of my eggs in one basket. And I'm not saying like, oh, you need to like keep some of your eggs in another guy's basket. I'm not saying that, but I put all my life decision hmm. eggs into this basket with this man all to, you know, not work out. <laughs> um, and that was awful. Um, that was horrible. It did not end in a good way. It ended very poorly. Um, <laughs> I was blindsided. Um, I lost friendships. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, and I'm talking like friendships since elementary school friendships. Mm. Um, 
it was like it was rough um i it was a different kind of rock bottom yeah no. it was uh so i have to do this all over again question mark rock bottom um it was very much a starting over like oh like oh shit i just realized i put my whole future into creating a life with this person and now i'm 23 and single or however old i was i think i might have been 22. oh well that tells you how much Same is going thing. on 20 but something yeah you understand the 20 somethings are a realm of just and and it's it's so hard when the world is telling you you need to couple up mm. oh my god and it, it's also hard because maybe you can attest to this um i feel like things moved a lot faster for people in the area we grew up um i felt like all of my friends were coupling up I am in the friend group, um, in the friend group with my guy friends, me and one other are the only single ones and there's like 16 of us. <laughs> so it makes it harder. Like, you know, you see everybody like getting into these relationships and they're healthy and they're good and you're so happy for them that then you're looking at God like, hey bud, you up there? <laughs> you seeing me? Like. All the relationships I've been through right. and gotten my ass kicked, where's my love, you know? Right. Right. And that's the other thing that's just so brutal is we're constantly like, even if you are undeniably happy being alone, there's always gonna be something being like, so when's right. it my time, you know? Like, that's the thing. Right. And y'all, that's the thing I wanted to just um, point that out is, you know, I know this society can say, well, if you just love yourself, you know, you won't, you won't need or want a, a man, you know, look, this is the thing you can give yourself you, just because you want someone doesn't mean you don't love yourself. That is a natural primal communal instinct yes. that humans have had always to get us through even like the cavemen hunter-gatherer days that want for companionship yes you can love yourself all you want to however it's a different type of love and it's from someone else you know exactly and it took me a while to learn that these are our primal communal instincts because i'm thinking oh, is something wrong with me? You know what I mean? Because it's like, do I not love myself since I want someone? No, that is not how that works. That is not how that works at all. Um, so it's really, um, fun. you know, actually doing, you know, research on the human body, the human brain, and, you know, where we came from, how we got to where we are now. You know, the saying is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together as a yeah. team. And look at us at humanity, even though we're barely there. You know, it's like we we've come far. We we've come far. Mm -hmm. You know, we've come far. Yeah. I hope we keep going far. But it's humans. It doesn't surprise me if we don't. <laughs> so but going off of that, it's just yeah. you know, it's like I can. I mean, for example, I I was in New York City with my friends, and I was walking with my girlfriends down Fifth Avenue, hitting design. Right 
And I was like, I love myself. Look at what I'm buying myself. But then you see the couples and the romance, the New York City, Manhattan love. And it's like, well, okay. Right? <laughs> you know? Like, I love myself and I found who I am. And I'm yes. so thankful for that. And like, I'm so thankful that and grateful to God that I'm in this place where I can do all these things for myself. And I'm like, I was given like a body that's healthy and mm -hmm. you know, a mind that's intelligent. And I continue to work hard and like financially, spiritually, you know, like I'm, I'm in a great spot, but you know, there's all, it is natural. It is natural to want that with someone else because no matter what it is, it could be your favorite pizza. And you're like, it would be cool to share it with somebody, exactly. you know? Like, and nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's yeah. wrong with that. You know, the society, you know, we glorify, well, the westernized culture, we glorify, and trust me, I love, I love our society. You know, we have our ups and downs, but overall yeah. I love our society. Um, however, you know, we glorify independence. No mm -hmm. one talks about the part of independence where there's isolation, there's loneliness, you know, um, the losing the skills to be dependent. Cause there might be a time in life where yes, you can be so independent and there could be a time in life where it's like, look, wow, I, I, I can't do it on my own. Why? Because we were never meant to do things on our own. It is okay to do things together. You know, um, it's okay to do things together. Um, there is a such thing as toxic independence. Um, I'm that, I am the whole definition of that, but it's, <laughs> it's like, I mean, y'all don't feel bad for having that want and that need for companionship. Yes, you can have friendships, Yes, you can have family ships, but obviously romantic ships is, you know, it's a different level of intimacy in the heart. And I need y'all to know that that is actually extremely natural. That is it, extremely it, natural. It, yeah. it literally is. And, it, and like, someone, hmm, go ahead. So funny because <laughs> I didn't really realize that I was also toxically independent. Oh yeah, you are not alone, Trent. I... I, my best friend, he FaceTimed me this morning, him and his girlfriend, and we were chatting and we started talking about love and whatnot. And I said something and my friend was like, you've gone soft. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you believe in love. And I was like, oh, I gotta go. And I was I, like, you know, like, you realize that's that, my like, cue. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I am. I was like, maybe. Maybe I'm on that track, you know? And, mm -hmm. but yeah, and it comes like we all, and it's, it's because like we're taught, you know, be happy alone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, then we get too happy alone. We get very comfortable. So it comes off as like, maybe I'm okay. Maybe I don't need anybody because you don't want to get heartbroken again. Nobody does. Nobody. It, like Nobody wants that. So it's like, we get very comfortable on our own. And that's amazing. Like, that's great. That's not the bad part. Right. But then we feel like we can't accept love. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Then we feel like we can't accept it because we are good alone. And why mm -hmm. would we risk our heart to feel hurt again? Right. The potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's and like, 
Yeah, it's brutal. It's, right. And it's like, you know, it's love, you know, like <clears throat> you folks, y'all deserve love. Mm-hmm. Any aspect. And it just, you know, it does suck that, you know, that fear of we might encounter someone you know, and then it all fall apart in the end, you know, and I can sit here and say, oh, we'll also look at the great moments as well. Um, we're not gonna, no, no, let's just be real. It is scary. It is scary. Horrifying. That is, hmm? Horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying, you know, and, and then that's, there's also that side. It's like, you know, if I give it a chance, you know, like, could this yeah. be it, you know, and y'all, if you're in that flux, you know, um, I don't really know much of what to say. I just will say, you know, <clears throat> it's, you know, that fear is not always necessarily your enemy. If anything, it's a protection. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Let that fear help you, you know, maybe just take your time a little bit more, see where things are going. Let yourself not feel rushed um, because of others around you. You know what I mean? Yep take your time because this is your heart you know what i mean and shoot even if it takes three months before y'all actually start dating you know um i mean that didn't happen with me and nick jonas y'all know nick jonas me and him we got got married on the spot and if he's listening to this he's probably going to deny it but um (laughs) me and him we got married on the spot but you know that's besides the point you know it's just like I've only been in one relationship in my life, y'all. My ex-boyfriend. I don't want to. I don't want to say I regret anything. However, a a lesson that I've learned from that is um, one that I I am lovable. Wow, Mm -hmm. you know. And then two is that right. (laughs) And then two is that um, next time. You know, if there's a next time, um, cause I'm in my phase of like, ugh, man, get on my nerves. I wish I could choose who I like. I can't, unfortunately, I'm only attracted to men and it's annoying cause it's, it's annoying. I mean, there are the good ones out there, but anyways, you know, I, what I took away from that as well is, um, take your time, you know, take your time. It's, it is okay if, you know, I want to take three months to, you know, officially be like, okay, let's yeah. let's be boyfriends or, you know. Um, Keep those boundaries up, you know, those like boundaries. your boundaries. And if that takes long, then that's okay. Right. Because boundaries are your comfortability. Yes. They're your protection. Oh, it's your, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. I guess my word of advice on this, like Trent was saying, use it as a lesson. You live and you learn. And like, what did your relationships teach you that you can use in your next one? You know, and also don't, I feel like it's um, like society is, we have our moments, you know, like we can be good and bad and that's normal. And I want to say, don't let the fear of being single in your 30s scare you. It's okay 
because here's my thing. However long it takes for me to find the absolute man of my dreams, that missing puzzle piece, I'll wait. Because no matter how much I want my big New Orleans wedding, <laughs> I am never going to settle for less than I deserve. And if that means I get married at 45, then hey, guess what? That means I get married at 45. You know, like, I think that the pressures of coupling up and like wanting what, you know, other people around you may have mm -hmm. can lead to like maybe questioning your boundaries right. or exactly. what you want. Right. And don't do that. Like, you're good, you know, like you're yeah. okay. And I think more people need to tell you that. Right. So just stay true to yourself. Um, no matter your age, I know plenty of people who are single in their forties and happy, still dating, still learning, still living their lives, you know? And if that's what God's plan is for me, then okay. You know, like I have to trust that my end goal is going to be just as beautiful no matter when it happens. And that's the thing, y'all. Um, one thing I want to mention, um, when McCartney said, you know, if she has to wait till 45, so be it. Um, I want y'all to know it, it It took her, you know, a lot to, to be able to say that statement. It, 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 you know, no, no one's, don't beat yourself up if you're not just thinking that in the snap of a finger. You know what I mean? It's nice to want to think that, but you know, it, it's probably, it could take some experiences for you to finally get to that point, you know, um, yeah. of, I will just wait, you know? Um, and that that is a beautiful place to be. It's a hard place to get to. And just one thing about boundaries, y'all. Um, yes, boundaries are also there to protect you, but, you know, sometimes they can also rob us of certain mm -hmm. things. Um, like, for example, building up walls, you know what I mean? These are normal things to do. These are the body's response of protecting That's you. It, yeah, it's true. That's, you know what I mean? I, I was like, man, that was, a, that was good. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I wish I could give better advice on how to discern that, but, but I, I'm still working on, you know, um, the difference between, okay, like my walls protecting me and my walls robbing me. Now, don't be upset at your walls, y'all. I just, you know, cause it, they're not just your enemy. You know, they're also there to protect you. Um, and as well, you know, I can apply this to walls, boundaries, um, protection and robbery, you know, in a relationship or after a relationship, excuse me. Um, and folks are, and I've done this before, you know, so I'm throwing myself under the bus too. Um, when after people are saying, well, you just gotta, you know, get over it. You know, like if it just happened, that is impossible to just get over it. Like sometimes. And y'all, this is the thing. This is the thing. The, if, have you ever been asked, McCartney, is the glass half empty or half full? Oh my God, my mom says that shit all the time. Yeah, and this is the thing, folks. This is what I want y'all to know. Let's take five seconds, and I want y'all to answer that in your head really quick. Is the glass empty or half full? Now we're just gonna take five seconds and think about that answer. 
Okay, five seconds over, I think. Let me tell y'all something, folks. The glass is both half empty and half full. It is both. You have to acknowledge the pain in order to see the purpose. It is okay, you know what I mean, for you to be in a rut where you just see the bad. You know what I mean? Something's. Oh, holy hey, fuck, 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 shit, fuck. That was one of the best things I've ever heard. It's true. Like, it's like you just getting over something so quick you, you you're not allowing your body to heal to the point that it needs to be you have to acknowledge the pain um to also you know you have to acknowledge both sides there's i don't think there's a such thing you know in a lot of situations where it's like oh you're being negative or you know oh just be positive no 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 be honest be honest yes. this glass yeah this glass if ha is half empty and half full this relationship it fucking i'm hurting right now however you know um in two weeks from now i might be able to say yeah i hate this person this sucks but also well you know i did maybe learn this one thing about it yeah. you know it can be the smallest positive thing did you smile at all during yeah. that relationship yeah you know and it's like let me all tell right. you something you don't have to like be there in the snap of a finger like if this freshly just happened are you a robot like if you're not feeling uh, yeah. anything like, it is to me it's like one of and number one next time my mom says something about the glass i'm giving her that answer if she, she's gonna listen to this and i'm gonna be like that's my response from now on let's me. be bougie let's be bougie the wine glass the wine glass he's up <laughs> But no, it's just, uh, it's like, for example, I, when I'm hurting, when I'm having one of those days where I'm just, you know, shit just hurts, yeah. I go outside and I just look around me, you know, and I'm just like, I find prettiness in the little things. And whenever I say that, I don't mean like looks or whatever on people. I'm not looking at people. I'll observe them. Does that make sense? Like. Mm -hmm laughing together they're talking on the phone you know like or the wind is blowing and the trees look good i don't know it sounds cheesy but like it's just like you just feel what is around you and it's like i might be hurting but just look at how beautiful everything around me is right now and even if it's ugly like even if there's trash on the ground and like but it, it, it's imperfect just like you, you know, like there's going to be days where, you know, it's half empty, but then an hour later, it could be half full. Or it could be like, full. Never know. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, y'all. I, I love how McCartney said, you know, about the, uh, it doesn't have to be perfect. Y'all, yeah. you do not have to be perfect to be loved. You don't have to be perfect to love. You don't have to be perfect to have purpose um so for those of us who struggle with perfectionism and thinking okay maybe maybe something's <laughs> just that wrong with me maybe that's why i i, I did all this self-growth and healing but it's like i still don't have something so maybe something's wrong with me no 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 no. maybe that's not the case you know you don't have to be perfect or this level of perfect to be loved you know what i mean there is a such thing 
if of someone loving you back together, loving your broken pieces together. Yes. Because if people can teach us how to hate ourselves, why can't people teach us how to love ourselves? And that's something that's yeah. stigmatized in society. You know, mm -hmm. it is nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Like, so like, we're humans, just, we can heal each other. Yes, yeah. amen. Yeah. And that's exactly right. And another thing, literally just off of that, mm -hmm. be friendships too. Yes. It oh. That's very important. Um, After my breakup and like, I know, Trent saw me in class. I was, I was doing my best. And that's, I mean, that's what I could do in that moment. Um, so this happened in 2020, um, post COVID in Texas anyways. Um, and <laughs> post COVID in Texas time is much different than post COVID. Like I live in Boston now, so much different than post COVID. Right. Post COVID in Texas time is basically no more COVID. <laughs> that's what it's, yeah, yeah um, that's how we so treated it. it was, it was like right after uh, COVID, 2020, I was about to graduate with my bachelor's. Um, I was doing my best. Yes, um, queen. But I was also still feeling myself because like I got accepted in grad school, you know, like I was doing well in school. There's, again, glass half empty, glass half full some days, whatever. What healed me back together was my guy friends. <laughs> and my girlfriends, they, um my friendships i can't even give enough gratitude to my friends uh they that's what it was like they knew i was hurting and they were always there like and i know that sounds like cliche they were there for me but it's it goes back to that like how can i support you right. oh you need a girl's night let's go get dinner or like my guy friends come over like let's play the Wii. we drink a little bit play the we still talk. exist yes we do <laughs> and it was just like i was able to like they listened to me bitch and they didn't complain they were they bitched with me yeah. you know and it's just like i i'm so thankful for my guys and gals because they they helped me um so it doesn't it doesn't always have to be an intimate relationship mm -hmm. that heals you it can be and i, I just want to say that because friendships are also me. friendships are in the heart you know yeah they're yeah. The same and i also want to talk about real quick sidebar mm -hmm. with the perfectionism thing in relationships and you know in just life in general a huge one that I'm going going through right now is perfectionism in the workplace. Oh, oh girl, that's one. That is a good one. And I just want to sidebar off real quick on the off chance that someone else might be feeling this. Exactly. Please do. Um, because it does stem out of like relationships and just life in general, work. Just, and it goes the same, do your best and do all that you can do. Communicate with your boss, communicate with your coworkers. And if you feel like you are in an environment that is so toxic that you cannot do that, it is okay to apply for other jobs. It is okay. Even if you've only been there for a couple of months, we are way too young to be risking our mental health for a paycheck. 
Exactly. Yeah. We, exactly. That's like, I, I just, on the off chance, like I love my job. I'm not saying it against my job, but it just made me, I don't know, it just came into my head and I just wanted to like throw that out there. That's for a reason. Someone needs to hear that. Maybe somebody needs to hear that. Um, but I'm trying to tame my perfectionism right now because I am a perfectionist and it's toxic. And like Trent and I have been saying, like I'm working on it. That's like my that's like my big thing right now. And where I'm trying to work on it is in the workplace because right. no matter, like I can be doing the best I can, but it can still be not enough. But that's not my problem because I can't do better than my best. Like that's impossible. I can't be 10 places at once. Right. So in case anyone needed to hear that, that was my little sidebar. And that's beautiful. I know somebody needed to hear that, you know? Um, yeah. And I tell you, uh, last summer, y'all, I finally put myself first when it came to my job. They weren't treating me right, necessarily. Um, uh, they didn't value, there we go. That, not, I don't, okay, let me rephrase. Instead of the not treating me right, they just didn't um, value and appreciate me until I left. Mm -hmm. yep. And then they was calling, begging me back. And I was like, no, you did not have, now you need me. Now you see that I was the greatest worker that I could be, you know? I love that. Um, and so it's like, look, like, I once I put my mental health first, because my mental health was taking a hit. Once I put my mental health first, oh my God, y'all, it was phenomenal. And it was hard to do at first, you know, you're scared, you know, uh, where's the income gonna come from? Things like that. Um, um, but y'all, ooh, really quick, I wanna go back to a little bit of what McCartney said about the friendships healing. You know, um, I've had a little, now, I had girlfriends all my life. I was always raised around girls. I was like, yes, queen, but guy <laughs> friends, that's something I never had. And, you know, men, all, I just been through a lot of traumatic events from when I was yeah. little, you know, for men. And so I stayed away from men as much as possible. Um, anyways, going into college, my freshman year in college, y'all, which was 2016, um, wow. I'm aging myself here, but I promise y'all, <laughs> I still look like I'm 18. It was literally like a lifetime ago. You said it and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> right? And I was like, I could just get a retirement home. <laughs> just get ahead of the time. But yeah, um, there have been many guy friendships that have healed my heart. Now I am still healing, but y'all, I'm getting emotional because where I was then is not where I'm at now. And I just want to get a shout out, you know, um, to Eric, Eric B. Um, that's who I'm in. I, I don't know if I could say the full name because I don't know uh, how a podcast works, y'all. I'm new to this. So we love learning. And, you know, I, I like to say live and learn. I don't want to live by a lawsuit. So we're just going to we're just going <laughs> to play it safe. We're going to play it safe. Um, Eric B. Ethan B. Kevin O, thank you for loving me back together. Oh, stop. <laughs> I know. I'm like literally. I will literally cry right now. <laughs> I'm literally getting emotional. But no, it, and it's so important because, and like Trent said, it's, it's typical for me to have girlfriends and that's okay like i love i love my girlfriends like those and they know who they are and i love them and they've helped we me can give them a shout out at the end by the way 
oh i love it but it's it is unexpected for me to have guy friends and that is a stigma that i go through often mm -hmm. uh there's like a thing going around right now that's like oh she's a 10 but she has guy friends like what's that supposed to mean you know what i'm saying and never feel like you cannot be friends with the opposite sex right um i think like i think that that's okay that's a very unpopular opinion i think but me that's and my honest. guys it's true it's not a one-size-fits-all like people think yeah yeah and i i love each and every one of my guy friends they know exactly who they are um i love their girlfriends yeah and they know exactly who they are and i respect them and they respect me and there's like you know i i love them all equally and yeah. i think it's okay you know to have those relationships with you know, the opposite sex it's okay and it can be healthy and i just want you know it's okay to make a friend that is not the same sex as it's okay Right. And yeah, that and for those like me, sorry, what was you saying? No, I was just gonna say that can be a boundary for you. You yes. know, like that's yeah. my one of my big things is you. You have to accept my guy friends. That's exactly. one of my because I'm going to have in my wedding. I'm going to have bridesmen and mm -hmm. women. Yes, <laughs> and you know, I'm probably like. I'm going to be a groomswoman, and that's okay. Like, it, it, it's okay. Like, I, can, I have never, like, it's just, it's beautiful, you know. Like, yes. and friendships are super important. And I think, like, what you said, I think that's, you know, yeah, it's just healthy. It's great. And though for those like me, you know, who uh, I, I'm gay, so it was so easy for me to have girlfriends back then. But for those of me yeah. who were, you know, scared of, you know, the same sex because of trauma or something like that, you know, um, I just want to encourage you that, you know, it's so cliche to say they're not all the same. But you know what? It it honestly, there are going to be those that are going to lovingly break through those walls beautiful and wanna, yes and once again i just want to thank eric b ethan b and kevin o y'all have loved me you've loved my brokenness back together and though i'm still healing but goodness my i could not have done it without y'all um and then um so yes, so I'm seeing we have to wrap up a little bit now. Um, we didn't get to the online social dating thingy, but McCartney will be McCartney will be back on. And plus, I can touch a little bit on that on the commentary episode, y'all, which you know is um, next Friday. Um, which once again is just you know a little bit of my experiences and commentary based off the previous topics from the previous episode. So um, every Friday, y'all, be looking out for it. Um, really quick, because I know we got to wrap this up. McCartney, give a shout out to about four people. Don't say their last name. Um, I'll just go ahead and start just with my family in general. Yes. I mean, God, like, I have the most wonderful family. Parents, my brother, they, it's just, wow. Like, no words, but they know. Um, uh gosh 
Gibby. I want to give a shout out to Gibby. I want to give Gibby. a shout out to Nemo. I want to give. Wait, a sorry, shout say that out. again. I'm. I'm sorry. Say who's the second one? Uh, Nemo. Nemo. Oh, oh fine. Give a shout out to Nemo. I want to give a shout out to Connor, Gavin, Ashton, Julie, Morgan. That's just a just. I know that's much more than four people, but yes, I swear she cares Jonathan. about all y'all. It's just a yeah. time thing, y'all. She cares about all y'all. Like, I promise you, just because she didn't get to your name, it's a time thing, y'all. There's so many. I, we'd be here for a minute, but yeah. Oh, my God. You'd be like on the Oscars when everyone lists too many names, and then they start playing the music saying, hurry up. I, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, be me. I don't like... <laughs> I, I'm like, you play that music, I'm going to start singing the names. I'm, I'm going to get you back. But um, but yes, y'all... Um. Well, really quick, you know, I like to like summarize the theme of what I see, you know, in the vulnerability time uh, episodes. So let's y'all, I think, I think this is without a doubt. McCartney is the definition of determination, the definition of not giving up, the definition of fighting through, even when she had every right to quit. You know what I mean? And now look at her, you know what I mean? She's still growing, still healing, but where she is now is not where she was a year ago, two years ago. You know what I mean? She has proven that it is worth hanging on just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. Y'all are closer than you think. It just might not feel like it. And I want you to know that that feeling is not your reality. You are closer than you think. McCartney is an example of that. I love this statement um the courage the moon has the courage to shine even in the darkest of nights by the way that is my quote from my poetry book by the way y'all i just wanted to i just wanted to take credit for that really quick but yeah no even the moon has the courage to shine in the darkest of nights it is still shining it is still a light it is still beautiful and one other thingy just because the sky is completely dark does not mean that the sun is not shining nowhere it's just like the earth is just rotating it's gonna get there the sun is literally always shining whether we see it or not so it's there y'all it's coming it's coming we are a lot like this earth that we live on and with yep. that being said this is awesomeness this is mccartney this is determination this is vulnerability time see y'all next week Say bye, McCartney. Bye, everyone. But don't actually hang up, though. Don't actually hang up, though. Okay. Just, just one second. Let me just. Oh, I, let me see. How do I uh, turn this off? Okay, got it right here.